Hello, friends. Long time no talk. Uh, Happy September. Happy almost fall. It's been so nice to have comfortable weather and see the leaves on the trees begin to change. Yesterday, I went to a farmer's market with one of my really good friends, and it was beautiful. I bought eggplant and plums, and I've never tried either of those before, but I ate one of the plums last night, and it was really, really good. And um, I'm excited to cook with eggplant. I have no clue what I can make with it. My mom said a lot of Italian dishes, so probably pasta or something. That seems easy enough. But they're little eggplants, not like the giant ones. And I don't know. All the people at the farmer's market were so kind. Like the woman who gave me my my eggplant. She, They're like separated in little baskets. And she, you know, poured my basket into the the bag for me to take and then grabbed a few from a couple of the other baskets just to make sure I had enough and there was an old man there sitting next to presumably his wife and he had a little handmade it's my birthday sign um little badge little ribbon on a shirt and I wished him happy birthday And the people are so stylish and so hip and so cool. And my friend CL, who I went with, um, she has been talking a lot about having either a large garden or a small hobby farm when she's older. And she bought a book on it. And now I want to have a large garden or a small hobby farm when I'm older. And... So much of my roots are agriculture, and I would love to be able to carry that on. I mean, for the first 18 years of my life, 19 years of my life, I thought I was going to graduate college and move to the country and have a whole herd of cattle. And maybe right now, farming looks more like growing tomatoes and squash and pumpkins and maybe a few rows of corn that I hand pick and maybe having some chickens but one day it could include having cows <sighs> I don't know I really think that community is incredibly strong among small farmers and small business people and it makes me want to shop small only and forfeit um you know large corporations and I think I think I've done better about that as I've gotten older and become more politically aware and have moved closer to the cities to the city but it was quite inspiring and I enjoyed my time greatly and fantasize about moving to New England 
and working for a small family-owned newspaper company where I'm probably underpaid, but I'm incredibly happy, and I work for an older couple, and since they're older, they don't know as much about marketing and social media, and so I run that, but I'm also incredibly close with them because their kids have all grown up and moved away and didn't want to stay with the family business, so I accompany them to their Wednesday night bingo nights, and I'm friends with all the old ladies, and I go to farmer's markets with them, and they have their own little stand at the market and I'm getting too far ahead of myself but being there made me have have those big dreams again and it was really encouraging I was driving well today I woke up at 3 30 in the afternoon which makes me think I'm becoming depressed again because I've been napping for like four or five hours and Friday I slept through my first class and I just, I don't know what's going on. But I woke up at 3.30 and I was like, I need to be productive. I need to do homework. I need to get out of the house and go get some coffee. And I was thinking about going to Stoffs in Grandview because I thought they closed at 10 p.m. But on Sundays they close at 6 p.m. So I went to Cafe Kerouac because they close at 10 p.m. on Sunday. And I got a hot coffee and I'm kind of regretting it. I wish I just walked to Stoff's and got an iced caramel latte probably because that sounds good, but I didn't. And I sat down in Cafe Kerouac and I was going to write in my journal, which I try to make a habit of doing every single day, just recounting my day and writing whatever I'm thinking about. But I was like, no, I want a podcast later today. And I felt like if I had written in my journal, I would just be regurgitating already processed information, which kind of scares me a little bit because I do have big thoughts to talk about right now, but I haven't really processed them um, too well. And so I'm afraid of saying things I might regret or things that just don't sound very put together. Um because it is just flowing out of my mind as I think them, but, um, oh, there was something else I was going to say before I dove in. I, oh yes, 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 yes. So I left Cafe Kerouac after I did a couple homework assignments and then I started driving around I thought maybe, oh, I'll just go back to my apartment and I'll sit on my balcony and I'll record the podcast. But that didn't really feel comfortable enough in theory. And so I was just driving around and I was like, oh, I I would enjoy sitting at a Shell gas station and recording a podcast. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And so... Then I'm just driving aimlessly around Columbus looking for a place that seemed right. I thought it would be beautiful to go to a church or to an abandoned, run-down, out-of-business business (laughs) or a cemetery. And I think all of those places are incredibly poetic. A gas station at night. Um, a church, I guess it's Sunday, so that kind of screws with it, but 
going to a church and sitting in the parking lot on a day where maybe there isn't mass. Um, or a cemetery because all of those places are incredibly stark contrasts of safety but so authentic like a girl who drives and goes to church in the middle of the night or on a random Tuesday afternoon I think her Her worship, her prayers, her faith is perhaps more genuine than the person who goes to church every Sunday. And I think gas stations at night, being a woman, going to them is so terrifying and so scary, yet such a relief to, I just imagine like a single mom driving around and making it to a gas station and just the comfort of not being alone in that instance and cemeteries I think I've talked about before but I love cemeteries and I feel so connected to the people there even though they're dead I feel so welcomed and at home and I was thinking about the resemblance between the poetry I find in these places and the poetry I find in myself, how I really am drawn towards the broken and overlooked places that from the outside maybe don't ever get a second glance or maybe are not considered, but when given, when looked at through the right eyes and when given a chance, I think are the most beautiful. And I do think that that is how I view myself, which is once more a stark contrast of really sad and heartbreaking and really beautiful. And I think that that is perfect poetry. I find it really hard to exist. To let something exist just as it is. I think in viewing myself as somebody who maybe from the outside is a little run down, a little broken, a little easier to just ignore and skip over it can be really difficult um and I'm led to think only of my negative qualities but on the other hand if I do look at the beauty within myself I feel prideful, self-absorbed,
I don't know. When I'm alone, it's really easy to think think that maybe my internal beauty is valid and it holds some ground. And I think when I'm around other people, that instantly um, fades away. This is really good. These 12 minutes and 25 seconds have been good, and I've been proud of them. And they've been genuine and what I wanted to talk about. Um, And now's the point where I may start saying things that... Well, I don't know. I've begun to second guess the quality of community that I've found in organized religion. That's not the that's not the word they use. Organized religion? Is it? I don't think it is. But that's the only thing I can think of right now. And Going into senior year, one of my biggest worries was what community was going to look like and where I was going to find it and who those people would be. And I have limited myself to finding that community in the religious organization I'm a part of. But I, my, my eyes have been opened to a lot of other organizations at OSU where I really feel like I could come to find, come to find call, come to call and find myself at home in them. And I'm speaking this as a reflection of organized religion as a whole, not about the individual people. However, it's also the parts of the whole that make me question the whole. I think... What do I think? I think that after three years of being part of an organization and fully committing myself to it, that at this point I should have found my people and I should have security in it, but I don't. And that makes me wonder if this really is the place for me. When I feel that I could walk into another group of non-religious people and be welcomed with arms wide open. And it makes me really sad to think that it's supposed to be with Christians that you feel most loved and most cared for. But that isn't necessarily always the case. And I don't know why that is. 
And I'm saying this as a Christian myself. And so I know it's not a them issue. Part of it is probably a me issue as well. Um, I can't exclude myself from the whole. And I was laying in bed thinking about this last night. And I started to regret my commitment over the past three years and wonder why I didn't, you know, maybe not step away, but expand my options and look into other organizations and seek out friendships with other people who aren't Christians. And it bothers me because because it has seemed like such a standard um such an assignment to only be with non-christians for the ultimate goal of leading them to Christ and I think that that is a big reason why I don't feel loved by the people I've surrounded myself with because I already know the Lord. And so perhaps subconsciously they can relax in my safety and my security and attend instead to those who don't know the Lord. And I think that that is so conditional and so mission-oriented and awful. I think we should love people for existing and for being themselves and... If we give the slightest vibe off that we're only in someone's life to, we're only in someone's life when spiritually they're in a good place, it is so discouraging to not be in a spiritually good place. I have so many more thoughts, but there's a cat walking my way outside of my car, and so I'm going to go sit down and pet the cat. I'll be back. I played with the kitty. She was very kind. I didn't touch her, but I got videos of her just rolling around. It was very good. Um, I have a vague idea of where I was, but I'm going to jump ship a little bit. Jump ship is not the expression, but is the only expression I know with the word jump in it. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit. I am in love with the chase. Because... I desire so deeply to be sought after. And I wonder if maybe I romanticize the idea of getting up and moving away a little too much 
because I secretly hope that my presence, my lack of presence, my absence, (laughs) um, will be recognized and will be run after. And I think I find myself isolating and withdrawing as a way to test the people in my life and test their friendship. And it's not a very healthy place to be. And so I think I'm going to try and make new friends and do more things that I want to do and find people who also enjoy doing those things. And that seems like a good place to stop right now. Organized religion is still something that I want to talk more about, but I think that's something I need to think a little bit more about. Um, As far as book and song recommendations go, I read so many good books this summer. Um, I read both The Secret History and The Goldfinch by Donna Tartt, and they were beautiful. I would recommend both of those. I also read A Little Life by, oh my gosh, I'm going to try to remember her name. Hanya Yanagihara is how I phonetically pronounce it. Um, And I read Just Kids by Patti Smith. And yeah, I want to read, I know Maggie Smith has a new poetry collection out. I think poetry is very fall aesthetic. Um, so I hope to maybe read that soon. Who knows? I also want to read more Anne Sexton. Um, yeah. Oh, song recommendations? That's tough. Um, mm, let me look through my Spotify and see what I've recently favorited. While I'm looking, I'm really excited for the fall because I have concert tickets to like four different concerts um, and it'll be so nice to be back in person. Okay, my most recent liked song is Untitled Number 4 by the Avit Brothers. I think it's Avit, but I've also heard it pronounced Avit, so I will have to look that up. I actually tried to find videos on YouTube of them live in concert, hoping that they would say their name, but I didn't find any. Um, so we'll give you that one. And then Out of Tune by the Backseat Lovers. Oh! Um, Lainey just dropped a album on Friday. It's called GGBBXX. And I'm also going to recommend that one. That's what I'm going to go listen to. So thanks for tuning in. Um, Hopefully we'll talk soon. 
Um, if you have any thoughts about anything I said, please hit my line. I wish you a happy September. Have a beautiful morning, afternoon, evening, day. Morning, afternoon, evening, day, night. Thank you. Goodbye.